Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey there, this is Julie, and welcome to episode five of the Married to Addiction podcast. I am pretty excited about today's episode because this is something that just is so, so, so important for wives of alcoholics, and it's something that no one is talking about. The title of this episode is, Why Doesn't Anyone Else Talk About This? So the concept that I'm going to be speaking about today is actually has quickly become one of the main cornerstones of what I teach wives of alcoholics because it truly does make all the difference. It's a critically necessary pre-step, I call it, to doing things like accepting what we can't change and setting healthy boundaries and detaching with love and all of those things that we hear that we should do, that when we start to try to do them, sometimes we can feel like this is impossible. Like I can't, I can't do any of these things. It's just not realistic for me. So today what we're going to be talking about is the all important concept of your thought life and thinking about what you're thinking about. So I have actually used this in my life in a number of different ways. One of the most important outside of it helping me in my situation with my alcoholic husband is that I considered myself for years, my entire life, I considered myself a worrier. I said I was a worrywart and I just, that was just who I am and that's just my genetic makeup and my predisposition to just worry about things. And I accepted that as my lot. And it wasn't just like, minor amounts of worrying. It was like going from zero to worst case scenario in 30 seconds sometimes. So it really affected my life. I just worried to the nth degree about everything. When I found out that this thought life thing is something that you have control over and I started putting some of the uh, things that I learned into practice, my life was completely changed because I was able to get control over and a handle on my worrying. Now, to not be too graphic here, it also had affected me physically. I had IBS symptoms that were flaring up on a very regular basis because my mind would, like I said, automatically go to worst case scenario a lot. And you know how they say that you're your gut is your second brain. Well, it is because when you have emotional distress, which worrying of course brings about a lot of times, especially with people who have IBS and, you know, issues with their gut health, it affects you big time. So it was affecting me uh, emotionally. It was affecting me mentally. It was affecting me physically. Like it was a huge issue in my life. And to have figured out how to get victory over that has just been completely life-changing. And it really did all boil down to starting to learn how to think about what I was thinking about. So today we're going to talk about this. The technical term for this is cognitive behavioral therapy. And the definition of that is the concept that your thoughts, feelings, and physical sensations and actions are connected. And that negative thoughts and feelings can trap you in a vicious cycle. 
So cognitive behavioral therapy helps you deal with overwhelming problems in a more positive way by breaking them down into smaller parts. And it starts with your thought life. This is biblical. Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I don't want you to miss that word transformed. That is something that really is an impactful word and it was chosen on purpose. And it's there because it's not just a good idea. It's not something that can kind of help. It's something that can absolutely transform your life. And that word is there for a reason. By the way, I did want to tell you, this um, This that we're talking about today is a little excerpt from a workshop that I just recorded a couple of weeks ago. ago. It's called Five Steps to Breakthrough for the Wife of an Alcoholic. If you have not gotten that workshop yet, it's absolutely free. It's on demand. It's not like you have to sign up for a certain time to show up. You can get it and watch it whenever you'd like. I, I really encourage you to do that because this piece of it that we're talking about today is super, super important, but there's actually four other uh, steps beyond this that can really make all the difference if you have an alcoholic in your life, specifically your husband. So please go grab that. It's on the website, marriedtoaddiction.com, and you will see a free workshop tab there. All you have to do is just enter your info and you will get instant access to that. So anyway, basically, this is this is something that a lot of people just don't realize is so impactful. But if we do break our problems down into these smaller parts, and we do talk about some of those additional parts in the workshop, but we're focused today on just the thinking part because we we spend so many of our days and so much of our days, really pretty much, I'd say, you know, in most cases, we're thinking about negative things probably 70% of the time, worrying about things 70% of the time, stressed out about things. I mean, it's just, we all know everybody is stressed out and um, you know, things have been pretty chaotic in the world for the last year or so. So I think that we really have gotten in this pattern even more so of just dwelling on these negative thoughts. And the problem is, is that when you're stuck in a cycle of repetitive negative thoughts, you can't find peace. Peace is nowhere to be found. And if you can't tap into that peace, especially the peace that surpasses understanding that the Lord gives us and you are living with an alcoholic or you have an alcoholic husband in your life, it's gonna be a struggle. It's gonna be a real big struggle because that peace is something that can really just transform our circumstances regardless of what's going on around us because it's that inner peace that we don't understand how we can suddenly feel peace with so much chaos. But that's our gift from God. And if you are constantly stuck in a cycle of repetitive negative thoughts, you're going to have a real hard time tapping into that and accepting that and making that your own and actually experiencing that peace in your life. So when we are stuck in these negative thought patterns and we hear things like, um, you know, we should detach and we should set boundaries and things like that. Well, it's real hard to not be in constant negative thought patterns if you have a husband who's struggling with alcohol because if your situation is like mine, there's constant tension and conflict and, you know, triggers and just all these things that are coming at you all day, every day, pretty much. And it's really, really hard to do things like create boundaries and detach with love when you're just existing in that state of anger and bitterness and resentment 
and you're starting to make, you're starting to create boundaries out of control, you know, wanting to manipulate the situation, wanting to fix the situation. You're not detaching with love. You're detaching with threats and you're just, you know, it's, it's just volatile and that's not healthy. And that's not the type of detachment that we need to be doing. And that's not creating the types of boundaries that we need to be creating. So having, being able to do that, being able to do those things in a positive, healthy way is 100% based on what's going on in your head. Because if you're in this constant state of, like I said, bitterness and resentment, it's going to be real hard to create these healthy boundaries and to do things in the right way. And I think that's why it feels so impossible for us sometimes is because we are being led around by these feelings of, you know, these, these negative feelings that are coming from our, from our negative thought patterns. And it feels impossible. It just feels impossible to do anything loving or healthy or anything along those lines. So negative thought patterns basically are the, an attack from the enemy because God does not give us things like fear and resentment and bitterness and anger and, you know, feelings of wanting to control the situation because that's his job. He wants us to lay this down at his feet and let him go to work on our problems. He wants to give us peace. He wants to give us, you know, a, a feeling of hope instead of hopelessness. And when you trade in these negative thought patterns for positive thought patterns, or at least try to get a handle on these negative thoughts so that they're not running your life, that is what opens the door for God to go to work. So walking around full of resentment and anger and hatred even sometimes is not a breeding ground for Christ to move in your situation. Positive thoughts, peace in your heart, coming at things with a healthy attitude instead of trying to control them, asking God to partner with you, asking God to go to work in your situation, praying for your husband, those types of things. That's when God goes to work. Not when we're walking around with a head full of of trash. And on that note, I have an awesome, awesome, awesome quote from Joyce Meyer that I absolutely love. And we're going to wrap up on this because I just think it's so impactful. She said, stop allowing your mind to be a garbage dump for Satan's trash and instead make it available for God's ideas. How awesome is that? I want you to know that if you want your life to change, you have to start with changing the way you think. I promise you it can make all the difference in the world. It can change things that are going on around you. It can change things in your home. It is an absolute great example for your children. It will bring you peace. It will bring you calm and the serenity that you need so badly. It starts with thinking about what you're thinking about. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Again, I do encourage you to go get that workshop. Um, Like I said, this is just one of the five steps that we talk about there. It is probably the most important uh, to start off with for sure. Um, The last one is actually the most important, but this is the most important place to start because everything else that you're trying to do will be impacted by what's going on in your head. So please go grab that if you haven't already. As always, I thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. 
Hey, I just wanted to take a quick second to thank you so much for being here and for listening to the Married to Addiction podcast. I really hope that it's blessing you. If you are enjoying the podcast, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you go and leave either a rating, a review, or maybe even both on your favorite podcast platform so that other people can find the podcast? When a podcast is new, a lot of times the ratings and reviews is what helps push it out to more people. And I would love to get this out to as many of us secret sisters as possible. And you could definitely help me with that by going and leaving a rating or review. Thank you so much for your help with this. And thanks again for listening.